For the first time in a long time, the Angels win a series, actually take three of four this weekend. And then the news comes out on Sunday that there may be a possibility of them trading Mike Trout. So way to just kill the entire weekend, Angels. Hey, it's time to get locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And those watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. And today's show is brought to you by Game Time. You can download the Game Time app, create an account, and use our promo code Locked On MLB for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest prices. Guaranteed. Thank you for being here for this episode of Lockdown Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Fridge Brothers here with you, aka the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Hey, friends, we just want to acknowledge uh, today is a day of remembrance. Of course, we're talking about 9 11, and uh, we all know where we were when that fateful day happened. And so, Mike and I just wanted to take a moment to just honor those who uh, lost their lives that day and the families that it affected. And if you're one of those people, we are so grateful for you being here and uh, spending the day with us. Hopefully we can make your day brighter just by having a good time talking about the angels. And uh, as we go through this day of remembrance, we're, we're here for you and we appreciate you being a locked on every day or here with us. Hey, on today's show, we're recapping the weekend against the Cleveland Guardians, where the Angels took three out of four. Mike, they can still win games, my friend. How uh, about that? You Did you get something from a friend of ours, a lockdown every day or yeah. um, for us? What was yeah, that? We got something, John. So we? Dave Diller is a lockdown every day or he and his family moved to Southern California about a year ago. Uh, we've become friends. He attends the church that I lead and uh, he is a Cubs fan but has really been enjoying listening to the Angels while rooting for the Cubs. Mm-hmm. And he knows the Angels aren't going to make the playoffs. He's sorry about that. But he actually gave us a gift to incentivize who we will root for in the playoffs. So he wrote <laughs> us a really nice letter. The letter said, hey, sorry, it's been a really bummer season. But as a as a Cubs fan, uh, I've always learned that, hey, there's always next year. And, and then the, the envelope was sealed with Dodgers suck. So I, I really appreciated that. <laughs> but here's what he gave us, John. So he gave me this shirt. This is a holy cow shirt holy cow. In, in honor of Harry Carey. Hi! And so I love that. And then this one's for you, Johnny. This is a Seiya Suzuki no shirt. It looks like about the Sega that. logo. Seiya. <laughs> <laughs> now, he did say, I know you're Angel fans. I know you don't want to wear other MLB apparel. So there's no Cubs logo on there. So we can wear it with confidence and not feel like we're betraying our team. So Dave, (laughs) Misty, thank you so much. We appreciate you made these super halo brothers so happy. They're in the NL. What's it, what's it, what's the difference to us, right? (laughs) Exactly. Somebody to root for in the playoffs, right? Hopefully they get there now. Exactly. Mike, let's talk about Thursday's game. The angels walked it off three to two. Uh, that was an incredible ending to the game. Unfortunately, there was some news. Of course, this happened yeah. literally a day after we talked about Luis Renjifo and what <laughs> has made him successful. There was an injury on yeah. Thursday night. Why don't you tell us about that? So he was supposed to start and was actually in the starting lineup and then was removed because while he was in the on-deck circle, he's swinging the bat and then went down and started holding his bicep. We found out that he actually had a ruptured bicep and is mm. going to be out for the season, which is such a bummer because he has been 
a really incredible player for us, especially in the last three weeks, Johnny. In 68 plate appearances, he has a 1.24 OPS. Wow. Unreal. Has been really, really great. And again, I know that there's debate on he just is kind of this garbage time player when it doesn't matter. But as as we pointed out on, on that episode, and if you haven't heard it yet or watched it yet, check out the episode on Louis Renhifo because we talked about how his consistent playing time actually helps him to be better. It might be a factor in next season as well. So yeah, I definitely encourage you guys to go and check out that episode, whether you're on YouTube or the audio side. I believe it was last Thursday was when we talked about Luis Renhifo and just what he's been doing well and why he's been doing it well. Yeah, yeah. You always got to look for what's behind what's going on. And I know it's easy to say, well, the Angels aren't in it. There's no pressure, things like that. But the truth is, is is his run goes back to when the Angels were still in it. And right. it's unfortunate because we had just got through talking about how he doesn't get hurt. He's there all the time. And then this happened. I think it's uh, it's too much Renbifo, Mike. I think his arms are too big. <laughs> the I dude is massive, right? <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a massive guy. And then, of course, I want to shout out uh, Nolan Shawneywell, who reached base safely in each of the first 16 games of his career, which is a new Angels record yeah. uh, previously held by Darren Erstad, who had 15 to begin his career, reaching base safely 15 straight games in 1996. Wow. Mike, getting into this game, it was a bullpen game for the Halos. And of right. course, when the hottest hitter on the team, who's not Shohei Otani in Luis Renjifo, comes out, and then Randall Grichuk had to step in and... Uh, Fortunately, he's the one who walked it off. We'll talk about that in a second. Right. But this bullpen game started out with somebody that you and I have been fans of for a while, and I think he won us over because I remember you and I were both at an Angels versus Mariners game in 2021, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and Jaime Berea was starting, but he came out after the first inning. Jonathan Diaz pitched the rest of the way and was lights out that game, and he actually started this one. He went uh, an inning in two-thirds, gave up two hits, Andrew Wance followed him up with only one hit. Davis Daniel finally got to make his MLB debut. He went yeah. three innings pitched, two hits, three walks, one strikeout. The only one to surrender runs was Aaron Loop, which is <laughs> hilarious because the rest of these guys are either showing up for the first time or the first time in a long time, like Andrew Wance. Uh, Jose Marte pitched an inning. Jose Soriano pitched an inning. But it all came down to the Halos offense, which – when you think about this team, you're kind of wondering where's the offense going to come from. There are many lineups this weekend that we always look back on a year from now and be like, oh my gosh, remember when the Angels ran out that lineup? But then sometimes those are always the lineups that score like 12 runs right. somehow. Right. Uh, this wasn't the case here. However, they did win this one three to two in a walk-off. And uh, it, the first run came from Brett Phillips, didn't it? Right, yeah, because that makes sense, right? Right. <laughs> Brett Phillips actually had an RBI single. I'm Trey glad Cabbage, he's back, by the way. I'm, I love his energy, by the way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's let him go, right? So Trey Cabbage was on was on second base. He actually was going to be held at third base, and he mm -hmm. ran through the stop sign. And I just put in our notes, Johnny, because I wrote it down when I was watching the game. Bill Hasselman has had a really tough year at third base. Yeah, Like, he has time. just not been great for the runners, and it would have been – uh, a, a, a no run inning for the angels because the next batter did get out and they wouldn't yeah. have had that run. And that run actually mattered because in the bottom of the ninth, Kyron Paris comes up against class a from the guardians. Who's a fantastic closer. And he had an RBI single that actually tied the game. He actually uh, had, had two stolen bases as well in this game. 
So that's incredible. And then Randall Grichuk, who wasn't supposed to be in this game, comes up with the bases loaded. And it was interesting. The ball that was pitched to him was high, almost out of the strike zone. And it reminded me of where Estevez was getting really hit hard mm. when he was really struggling. And so when the ball came in and he swung at it and hit a line drive, I was like, hey, it's kind of nice to be on this side of it, right? And no got kidding. an RBI, run scores, walks it off, and it snapped a six-game losing streak, Johnny. That was one of the games that we desperately needed. In fact, one of our Locked On Everydayers said to us on our uh, our show on Friday, because we did the uh, Fan Mail Friday and then we saved the game for today – they said, you know, I think that this calls for an emergency pod because we, got, we finally got a win. <laughs> we got a so, win. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it, was, it was a fun game to watch. It was a fun game to experience. And it was great to see the young guys come through. Uh, you mentioned Sean Owell and then uh, to see Grichuk come through. Uh, bummer about Louis Renjifo. He did say, though, that he will be back uh, by, by spring training. And he mm-hmm. thinks by December we'll be back to baseball activities. So that is really good news but man when people say that the angels are cursed it's not a joke anymore johnny no. it really feels legitimate doesn't it especially with somebody who's been so consistent and and has played you know every nearly every day that he's been there i know that we talked about the the fact that he didn't start a lot toward the beginning of the season and then as he's ramped up his play through june july and august he's just he's just shown up mike and i'm ready to give him a, a chance i feel like Renhifo has been a a frustrating player in the past because he has been inconsistent. But I think you look at what he did last year, you look at the way he improved his walk rate this year, you think about how he's swinging it pretty well from both sides of the plate. Normally he is better from the right side of the plate against lefties, but he's been pretty consistent on both sides with a lot of power too. Yeah, and what I would say is I think maturity has really come through with Renjifo. Mm. It might be that he's maturing just physically, but also he's maturing mentally, right? And getting pulled from that game when he didn't hustle, I think that he that could have been kind of the downfall for him. Yeah. But it's really been kind of the springboard that's helped him to be the player that he is. And so I'm with you. I think it'd be great to give him an opportunity and and to see what he he can do for this team because right now there's a lot of question marks as to who is going to play where and obviously free agency is going to play a big part in that and who from the minor leagues is is going to come up. But I think Renhifo needs to be a integral part of this team moving forward. And I think he's earned that right. Just got to figure out where to play him because second base is defensively his best position, even though he's not particularly great there or really anywhere else. I think if he had a consistent position, uh, he is a great utility guy because he can play where you need him. Yeah. Perhaps the outfield is, is I know he was out there the last couple of weeks in the outfield, so maybe that's a pathway that they want to take next year. Hey, the Angels are playing those Mariners tonight at 6.40 Pacific time. <sighs> Get ready. They're going to flood the comments. They're going to come over here and brag and da-da-da-da-da. So locked on every day, here's Angel fans. Battle back for us because Mike and I, we can't do all the comments on YouTube. We need you guys to stand up for our team or a little bit. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can catch every pitch of the Angels hometown broadcast on SiriusXM with the SXM app. Just search Angels. Coming up on Lockdown Angels, there's a lot of talk about Mike Trout this weekend. A big if. If he wanted off this team, the Angels would be considerable of that. That combo came up on Sunday. We're going to talk about what we believe the Halo should do if that situation arises. We'll talk about that coming right up. 
Lockdown Angels is brought to you by the Game Time app. With the Game Time app, buying tickets is fast and easy. They've got deals deals on tickets right up until the day of the event. You can get flash deals on football, basketball, baseball, comedy, theater, and even concerts. Johnny, you went and saw the Counting Crows and Dashboard last week, and you used the Game Time app to get your tickets, right? I did, and I'll be honest with you, including the fees and whatnot, 40 bucks, Mike. 40 bucks wow. for great seats that huh. I got on Game Time. And one of the best concerts I've ever been to. I've seen Counting Crows a lot. Saw Dashboard Confessional for the first time in that joint concert. But man, you got to use Game Time for, for all your needs because it's more than just sports events. It's concerts and theater and all that stuff. So take advantage of that. Was your hair everywhere at the concert? Screaming infidelities, baby. <laughs> Taking its wear. <laughs> Listen, on the Game Time app, you can buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. See the images of where you're going to see uh, sit so that you know where... To, what to expect, what it's going to look like. And then the tickets are sent directly to your phones. You're not digging through emails. And if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, GameTime will credit you 110% of the difference, which is really awesome. So grab tickets without all the stress with the GameTime app. Download it right now. Create an account. Use our promo code LOCKDOWNMLB and get $20 off your first purchase. Once again, uh, download an account. Use our code LOCKDOWNMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Locked On Everydayers, we're here to break down each game against the Mariners as they start this series tonight up in Seattle, 640 Pacific Time. You can catch every pitch of the Angels Hometown broadcast on SiriusXM with the SXM app. All you got to do is search Angels. You know, last time we played them, we talked about how poorly the Angels played during that sweep where the Mariners swept the Halos. And there were Mariners fans who were upset that we didn't talk about how good the Mariners were. And I said, because this isn't locked on Mariners. So it's a whole, <laughs> there's a whole other show for that. Right. Right. We're going to talk about what the angels did and what right. the angels did wrong in that series. And so if you're here looking for, you know, Mariners talk, locked on, locked on Mariners. They do a great job. It's not going to be positive Mariners here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they do a great job catering to, you know, the, the Pacific Northwest, the pacifier Northwest. Uh, anyway, and let's move on, Mike. Uh, Friday's game <laughs> was a loss. Uh, uh, the yeah. Angels lost six to three. They did bring up Jordan Adams from AAA. Uh, and then that game, they actually sent Davis Daniel back to AAA. He just, he threw a lot of pitches. And yeah. so I get it. I think yeah. he did a great job on Thursday night. He threw a lot of pitches. So you're not going to be able to use him probably the next two or even three days just because of right. the pitches he threw. Griffin Canning in this one, uh, it was a real bummer, Mike, because he had a decent start. He gave up a lot of hits. Right. He was really able to control what was happening in this one. Not a lot of strikeouts, though. I think that's what was missing for Griffin Canning, especially because we know that he has the, the capability to get the strikeouts. But five and a third inning, eight hits, three runs, two walks, and three strikeouts. On 92 pitches, Mike, did you see the clip when Phil Nevin went to get Griffin Canning? How confused Griffin Canning was at the huh, fact no, I missed that. that Phil Nevin was coming out to get, oh, it was uh, it was as plain as the nose on his face, Mike. He huh. was just like, really? really? I'm coming out now? I'm at 92? Really? Uh, yeah, it didn't feel uh, like there was any synergy there uh, and kind Good. of a surprising move there. Good for Griffin Canning. I love that yeah. about him. And, yeah. and what I love about Griffin Canning, and I know he lost this start and eight hits is a lot. Whenever you see Griffin Canning's line, 
he's never actually like completely blown up, right? Mm. There, I think there may have been maybe a start or two where it was not great. But overall this year, there's been a consistent like five, six, sometimes seven innings. And and he's given up two, maybe three runs. He struck yeah. out seven to, seven to nine. I think Griffin Canning is somebody that we can really – uh, count on in this starting rotation next year. And I think I mentioned this before. I think Chase Silseth is somebody that yeah. we can really rely upon in the starting rotation as well, which is sad to say that we can't say that about like Detmers and Sandoval, because those two guys we, we thought maybe would be fantastic this year, but they've really regressed. Griffin Canning is somebody that I'm excited about and um, excited to see what he can do. Now, the, the frustrating part about this game was then, Colton Ingram came in yeah. and Colton couldn't find the strike zone no. and the fans were very vocal about the fact that he couldn't yeah. find the strike he's, zone. He he's threw, just not, he's not ready, Mike. He, yeah. Tw- 25 pitches, yeah. eight strikes. I mean, we've seen this before. Like they've given him a chance out of the bullpen before. I mean, he's somebody who has had a lot of praise around him in the minor leagues right. over the past couple of years. Right. He just doesn't seem ready. He doesn't seem fit for the majors. It seems like the moment gets to him he just feels overwhelmed by the fact that he's on a major league ball field right um going, going back to canning there was a moment i just wonder if canning's like you know what phil i'm gonna be here next year are you gonna be here next year <laughs> yeah and yeah. going back to silseth and detmers and sandoval the coaching staff has yep. to change if we have Absolutely. any hope in what these guys are going to carry over uh to the next one now um jose Marte did give up two runs in this one that put the game out of reach so this was the only loss of the weekend but what were you gonna say go ahead i was just i was really excited about logan ohapi in this game he hit a home run oh yeah logan batting cleanup i really like that i can't wait to see a full season of logan ohapi that's gonna be really fun to watch yeah And, and speaking of fun to watch i was looking forward to the game on saturday because it was uh, home run derby Anderson against home run derby Giolito and was expecting <laughs> that that would be the case. And it, and actually it, it, it went that way, Johnny, right? Like home runs were really high. So the guardians got one in the top of the first Jose Ramirez. And then Ohapi got a two run home run in the bottom. Then top of the three, Josh Naylor got a Freaking home Josh run. Josh Naylor, man. That guy tears <laughs> us up. And then bottom three, of course, Brett Phillips, hits a home run. That was a meatball pitch, Johnny. I think I could have hit it out. I mean, it yeah. was right down the middle. Yeah. And then Matty Thice hit a home run, and then Randall Grichuk hits a two-run home run. That wasn't off of Giolito, um, and it actually was supposed to be a pitch that was a pitch out, and he yeah. swung at it, and he hit it out. He hit yeah. it out to right field. Just dinked it out great. to right field in the corner. Uh, I got to say that for Cole Calhoun to be there, I know he did a little bit of damage, but not as much as he's done in the past. And then Ramon Laureano also being there. I know he had a crazy catch at one point that the Angels did win that game that he had a crazy catch but yeah the fact that calhoun and loriana are both on the guardians and are noted angel killers in the right. past i'm glad that we were able to keep them at bay they did give cole calhoun a nice little uh, uh memory video or uh, retrospective that was pretty cool He's mike great. how did tyler anderson do this in <laughs> saturday's game yeah. eight innings pitched the first time he's got to eight innings since he nearly no hit the angels as a dodger Wow. last season wow four hits two runs four strikeouts and one walk on 97 pitches and that's it one walk that's yep. it because he went after these hitters he got he ahead went after these hitters i've never seen this from him this year like yeah. i've not seen this he went after these guys and looked really confident he usually has 97 pitches in the second inning but he right. had it through eight <laughs> innings i mean it was really great and and giolito actually didn't have a bad game giolito went seven innings in this one yeah and so to see these two guys pitch well was great to see but 
to have Tyler Anderson go as far as he did into this game was really helpful. Then Estevez gets a clean ninth inning, and this was Tyler's sixth win of the year, and the Angels had a chance to actually take three of four, and that's why Sunday's game will be coming up. We'll talk about that in a minute, but they, they looked really good this weekend, and it was the team that we hoped that they would be in August and some of September, unfortunately, that hasn't happened, right? Yeah, Anderson's got two more years with us, so if if this is the guy that we can get and he can be aggressive, then maybe that's a, a really necessary change uh, that he can make and bring that into next season. Again, new coaching, get get this coaching staff away from the players so yeah. that they can focus on what they do well. Locked on Angels is brought to you by Sleeper. You can swing for the fences on Sleeper picks and you could win up to 100 times your money. All you have to do is choose two or more players that you like and decide if they're going to overperform or underperform in their stat categories. Get your picks right. You can win really big. And Sleeper, it works quickly too. Entries can be made in 30 seconds or less. And there are safe and fast withdrawals on all payouts. You can download the Sleeper app today. And when you do, use our promo code Locked On at sign up and you'll get up to a $100 match. You should check out Sleeper today. getting into Sunday's game and a little bit of conversation about some news that came out. The Angels won this one two to one. It was a, a very close game. Kenny Rosenberg, man. Kenny. Another spot start for this guy. I'm impressed, Johnny. I'm impressed. And yeah. I know that it's just a small sample size. And I know that people are going to say, well, it's quick. And it, listen, I, I need, I need something to hang my hope on. Sure. And, and I loved, I loved watching Kenny and I've, I've not just been impressed the last two times. There's been moments in his career with the Angels that I've gone, I, I really like this guy. He really has yeah. come through here. And I think they're using him appropriately, correctly, instead of just throwing him in and trying to eat innings. I yeah. think Kenny is a fifth, maybe sixth starter for this team. And he's really proven it his last two starts. You made a good point when he pitched six innings, pitched three runs against the Baltimore Orioles last week. That if this is the guy who can be our our Jerome Williams, the guy yeah. who makes spot starts like this when the Angels need a spot start, this is somebody you can really count on. And again, I know the Guardians offense has been pretty anemic all season long, right? And and of course, the way that they handle, you know, Josh Naylor and Jose Ramirez, that's that's crucial to you keeping the Guardians off the board board. But to go five innings pitched, six hits, one run four strikeouts on 86 pitches, man. I mean, that's all you can ask for out of a guy making a spot start. And then the bullpen, Mike, Andrew yeah. Rance, ben, uh, ben Joyce is back, which is fantastic. Yep. Jimmy Herget had some uh, human glitch curveballs in this one. And of course, Carlos Estevez closed it out and his second save in a row, he gets save number 30. But the big news, I mentioned it, Ben Joyce was back. Zach Neto was activated. He didn't start. Kyron Paris did. And he certainly had a great weekend as well. He did. Lots of really fun young players this weekend. One thing I thought was interesting, we got a glimpse of what next season could look like if the Angels are not able to get back Shohei Otani because they made use of the DH spot. You yeah. saw Chad Wallach catching Sunday and Logan Ohapi still in the lineup because he was able to DH. And, right. um, you know, I, it, when it comes to Shohei Otani, of course you got to give him the DH spot. You want that bat in there every day but if, if there's a world where the angels don't get otani back you'll be able to see this a little bit more often the angels taking advantage of that dh spot look joe adele great bat 
But if we're not confident in his outfield play next season, put him at DH sometimes, right? Yep. Mike Trout, yep. get, him, get him off his feet, DH. Rendon, who can't play third and <laughs> sidearms everything and is always getting hurt, maybe he can bat in the DH spot. So there's some options there. Speaking of Trout, Mike, uh, Bob Nightingale, of course, uh, who likes to jinx everybody whenever yeah. he tweets about something. Yeah. He was he was tweeting and tweeting and tweeting about the Angels going for it. And so you can blame Bob Nightingale of USA Today for that. Uh, he shared something about the Halos and Mike Trout. Why don't you share that with us? Yeah, he actually said that the Angels would trade Mike Trout if he wanted to be traded. Now, I, I take about 65% of what Bob says as, as truth. And and so anybody that's listening or, or reading Bob. 65? Think, I know. It's, a is lot. that a stretch? That's a big stretch. <laughs> Let me retract that statement. 35% of okay, what okay, Bob. Yeah, how's that? And so, I mean, this is not like – you said it already when you tweeted when you tweeted it out. Like, it's a story – and it's not a story. I, yeah, I said this is a this is a big story, but also it's not like yeah. like yeah. the Angels are going to do right by Trout if Trout wanted a trade, and that's the thing. It's it's a big if. It's a yeah. perhaps. It's a maybe. And the truth is, if if Trout did request a trade, then of course the Angels should work yep. that out with him yep. and 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 deal him because they've yep. let him down the last five years and this is why paying attention to this team every day is really important for angel fans like we, we see this every day so we're not shocked by this nobody was no. shocked by this in fact i saw a really really great like a couple of really great takes from angel fans that tweeted at us and also tweeted at others and 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 they were good they're saying like i think we should do right by mike trout and could we get anybody for mike trout and and what would happen if we got mike trout you mentioned young guys i, I wonder what we could actually get and that's a further conversation and we can uh, open that up and tease that out maybe later this week. But I, I obviously I would say I hope they don't trade him because I, I really love Mike Trout and and I want him on this team. I I will also say I hope Shohei resigns because I really love him and I want him on this team as right. well. It'd be hard to imagine a world without those two guys, but specifically without Mike Trout. If they do trade him though, I wonder what kind of haul we could get back. Could we get a couple of young players? It does kind of open up this roster a bit and yeah. gives us some flexibility with finances, but also gives us some flexibility with players. So I, I, as much as it would be heartbreaking and devastating, I don't think that it would be so defeating that we wouldn't have a team that would be competitive because we've seen what teams can do when they rebuild after they lose a superstar, a la St. Louis Cardinals when Albert Pujols signed with us. Mm -hmm. They actually did pretty well when, yeah. when he left, right? Exactly. And I'm with you. I, I want Trout to see out the rest of his Angels contract because he's been, you know, the second coming of Mr. Angel after Tim Salmon. And the fact that he's, you know, a three-time MVP in, in the few years that he's had with the Angels, like in that three-year time or those three MVPs, like came quickly, right? Yeah. And I know he's been hurt. and I know he's struggled to stay on the field. Uh, but if anybody can get back out there, it's Trout. And, and the other thing, I'll say this really quick before we wrap Everybody's saying, well, the Angels are going to have to eat a lot of his salary and and they're not going to get as much back as they, they would have in the past. Yeah, they would have gotten more in the past because there's yeah. a younger, more years on the contract trout. But uh, Angels eating his salary in a move to somewhere, I, I think people are going to be chomping at the bit, Mike, to have trout on their team, regardless of what's happened over the last three years. Yes, because a healthy Mike Trout is a fun person to watch. And I think that that's part of the conversation that 
people aren't considering is it's easy to say, yeah, they probably need to trade him because of this, this, and this. But we forget that he still could be the guy. He had 40 home runs last year in 119 games, right? Yeah, and so exactly. if, he, if he's playing some games and he's not getting hurt, and he did say that his body felt fantastic this year, it was just the bone that broke and he couldn't control that. I think that if Trout's healthy, man, you're gonna get you're gonna get an awesome, awesome player. And I would hate to see him perform anywhere else but Anaheim. Yeah. And so I hope that it doesn't happen. I can't see him requesting a trade. If he does, though, I think the Angels will honor him. Yeah, I think they'll do right by him and and honor that. If that's what he wants to do, yes. we'll, we'll see what happens in the offseason. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. The Angels play the Mariners at 640 Pacific time, and you can catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Angels. Hey, give us a follow at Lockdown Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram for the latest and greatest Angel news and memes and all kinds of stuff. We're always commenting during the games as well. Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? Johnny, your boy Jared Weaver tweeted this weekend in response to what happened with Mariners pitcher George Kirby. Mm. So we're going to talk about those details. And then I got a really important question to ask you and to ask our Locked On Everydayers. We'll talk about that tomorrow on Locked On Angels. Oh, I can't wait for that (laughs) conversation. Oh, George, Georgie boy. All right. Toe to toe with Jared Weaver. I love it. All right, friends. Uh, Really looking forward to that conversation. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. My name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. Thanks for being here with us, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.